Jack. It's candy. Um, yeah, not so good. Uh, I'm really sick. I mean, um, we just need some credit. Uh, I can work a shift and then I'll pay you back. Yeah, well, if I work a shift, then I can pay that too. I can't work when I'm this sick. Sick, 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 sick. Okay, bye. Fucking <laughs> yeah, I'm more than American. I'm like, I'm so Californian. Yeah. You ever heard my, oh my voice before? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, but you just sound even more American. Uh, I don't know. It's just. It's bad. I know. I, do you know what though? It's like, it's lucky that like, you know how there's like different American accents? I do. Like, no, you know how there's like different ones? How like oh, yeah. Dave is at that real New York Jewy and like Very. Chris was really Boston. Yeah. And you're like, California, you're so fucking lucky that you don't have like a different accent. Otherwise, I, like, I couldn't talk to you, hey. What like if I was some more American East Coast? accents. Some or if American, I was like from Texas or something, like had that southern yeah. twang. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it. I just, I couldn't. Like some American accents, they just like. I don't know. They rub me up the wrong way. I'm like, oh, like shut up. Like, which accents um, do you think rub you the wrong I way? I don't. I don't know what area it is. It's just that. What's that? Oh, basically, all the women on your like fucking morning shows. What are their accents? Oh, that like typical like super yeah. Caucasian like blonde. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like like white American girl accent. Like I can't. Like, I can't handle it. I have no excuse for, like, a lot of, like, people in the Caucasian race, but some of them are just so fucking Caucasian. That it's yeah, just, dude, it's super in Australia as well. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's embarrassing, but on a different level. Like, we're just, oh, you guys have your mother. rednecks, and we, like, have our bogans. And yeah, you've been just... telling me about that. So what is a bogan, like, specifically? I don't know. Like, Are we recording best... right now? 
Yeah, we're live right now, by the way. Oh, fuck. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, but just so you know, um, this isn't live. Yeah. I can't do live fucking podcasts. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, thank fuck. Okay. No, cool. I know. The, well, the last yeah. three of the recordings, people have been talking about shit that I was like, okay, I, this is too incriminating. I have to censor this a lot. You have out. to go and edit. Yeah, I have for to. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I don't um, have like big name guests on here. Like, I just have people from the streets that are my friends. So they've never been on a podcast before. So then. Yeah. Did I tell you what they happened just... the last episode? <laughs> this guy, I interviewed him over the phone and yeah. he fucking shot up Coke. Like during the phone interview. No, I listened to that. I li- I've listened to like half of. Is that the last one? Yeah, he called himself that happy. Just, it was quite long, and my attention span's quite small. So, I, yeah. but I did listen to like half of it. Um, oh, dude. Yeah, he was funny, man. I loved when he was like, "I'm gonna admit something." I just shut up. I was like <laughs> pissing myself laughing. Um, I had to. That's like, pretty funny. Yeah, he called a second time, and then he started talking about all this crazy shit. And so there's like, you yeah. can tell. Like, I need to make like a sound bite, so you know I edited something out <laughs> because it'll just like the conversation will just change. But I was telling him like, "Dude, I'm still recording," and he would kept calling me back. And then he, ugh, oh my god, it was a nightmare. No wonder he was fucking high. <laughs> oh, he you could, he was so, so coked out he wouldn't shut up. Like I yeah. had to keep like interrupting him. But I mean, I guess that's what cocaine, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. Yeah. But so what? Hey, right. Do you actually want to know what a bogan is? Yes. Yes. I'm sorry, my ADHD okay. is wildly horrible. Okay. But. Let me hang on. Give me a hot minute. Let me have a think. How to best describe a bogan? I don't know. Um. There's different strains of bogans, I guess, as well. There's like your disenfranchised poor bogan and then yeah. your cashed up money bogan, but it's with no taste. So, but like a bogans typical are bogan. basically a typical bogan is basically 98% of the NA rooms in Brisbane right now. Really? So, think like tradies. You know what a tradie is, right? Like I a, don't. I'm fucking. Okay, so basically. Uneducated. I'm realizing now, like, after, like, Joe posted that video and everything, and everyone's so confused by how we talk. Basically, Australians just shorten abbreviate words into like e or o so like subby is suboxone a tradie is a trademan like a laborer like an electrician or something which we also call sparkies like everything is abbreviated that's awesome everything there's it they have like their own language here and their own slang yeah yeah like yeah it's it's just australian slang um so a bogan is just like yeah like a tradie so like you know a high-vis vest wearing do with Someone like who has a trade really job. bad neck tattoos and oh. um really ochre and drinks like really shit beer and just like you know what just you, real trashy what like do you consider yeah. shit beer over there a what sorry like what do you consider shit beer in australia fit beer like shit beer, oh like, shit beer yeah, oh like vb or like forex I, everyone Ooh. thinks that's like what we're known for, like drinking Forex, and it is the worst beer, man. It's like fucked. Like no one drinks Forex. It's disgusting. The the bad um, beers here is uh, nat- Natty Ice or Natural Ice and uh, Two Eleven or Steel Reserve. That shit's mm. so dirty. Like I never realized different alcohol will get you a, either a like a cleaner or dirtier fade. Or like buzz. Mm. Ugh, God. Mm. Steel reserve. It's like I, I, I figured out like I'm allergic to like half the ciders in Australia as well. Like I learned that the hard way. Um, just because like the preservatives and shit in it, you know, like it's just brewed so bad. There's a lot of preservatives. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's shit. And it's so sugary and sweet anyway. I'm just like, ugh. Um, <laughs> but I don't even like drink anymore. Like since 
you know, start using dope. So like, I just I haven't yeah. had a beer in like fucking years, man. Like, and I Me used neither. to slam, I used to slam back beers like crazy. Um, I did too, and I had after I turned 21, I was like, this is legal now. Like I really have no interest in this. <laughs> See, I can't believe you guys can't drink till you're 21. That's insane. Yeah. And they moved, uh, tobacco and cigarette smoking to 21 here in California. Are you serious? 18 to 21. So all these like 19 and 20 year olds are pulling their hair out. You guys are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, California, most yeah. of everything is illegal here. Like, yeah. you know, brass knuckles and all these other things that like are illegal everywhere else. Brass like, knuckles. <laughs> yeah. What? Can't get those. Those are a felony here. Most fucking guns, not most, but a lot of guns are, are you can't like full autumn, fully automatics. You can't get registered here. Or if you could, it'd yeah. be like practically impossible. But yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I still can't believe guns are even legal. Like, it just blows my mind. I'm just like, what the hell? Well, yeah, we've but, um, kind of opened up Pandora's box in this country. And like, like I was thinking about it because, you know, there's all these school shootings here everywhere. And there uh, literally hasn't been a gun shooting, like a school shooting in Australia since like 1991 when they brought in the gun laws. So really? like, you know, maybe take a leaf out of our book. Exactly. Like, was, like, I, a I'm school shooting sure. in Hobart in like 1991. And that's when like the prime minister, like Howard, like changed yeah. the laws. And there literally has not been one since. I've never seen a gun, shot a gun, known someone who's had a gun, anything. In a, it just doesn't happen. I mean, my, I know my <sighs> dealer had a gun at home. But like, yeah. apart from that, like, I well, just. Well, there's a deep web like, and stuff. But like, yeah, I think it's also the problem with trying to disarm America. First of all, you know. It's like most like gun supporting it's like, Americans. It's like if you gave my if you gave Australians bogans guns and then tried to take them away. I completely yeah. understand. Yeah, it's and I like... think I think the also the big problem too is that uh, our country's connected to uh, Mexico and Canada. So you know, there's a lot of um, oh, ca- yeah. cartels in Mexico that'll just make ghost guns out of like pieces of sheet metal. Like, um, oh my god, so the, they, they don't even have a serial number, so they can't be traced back. And then now they're making gun parts with 3D printers and shit. So it's like, oh my god, you know, what it's is the world, it's just yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, so even if, Fuck, man, yeah, and Chicago, Chicago, they, they, Chirac, yeah, Chirac, they call it Chirac because <laughs> the gun violence yeah. is so fucking horrible. Like, I thought that was just because of Chief Keefe. <laughs> To be honest, yeah, that is. I mean, he's partially, you know, responsible too. But like, he's the stuff from there now, anyway. So, what's that? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm just going oh. on a tangent about Chief Keith. Ignore me. Oh, dude, yeah. Didn't he all like? Didn't his homie or something get shot by Takashi Six Nine? Or didn't Takashi try to put it? Yeah, him, him, on and, him or something? Him and like Takashi Six Nine had like this massive fucking beef or something, and Takashi was like taking Chief Keefe's, like, baby mamas out and, like, taking them to, like, the Louis stores and shit and, like, posting <laughs> on it and being, like, come get me, man, come get me in, like, New York or something. And then, yeah. like, so Chief Keefe, like, flew fucking... to New York and Takashi wasn't even in New York. Ugh. Like, he was somewhere fucking else. Like, he's just all fucking front. It was such a joke. I... It's just, like, I would not want to fuck with Chief, man. Like, no, no, he's no. fucking OG. And Takashi is a fucking little troll, dude. He's just, oh, he's like... so ridiculous. I think he's, yeah, I I don't really care for him too much. I mean... Is he going to jail? Like, is he actually... He's in, he's jail, in jail now, He's yeah. in jail right now. They, he just, uh, there's, like, a photo that leaked with his girlfriend or something, and he's, like, grabbing her ass or something. Yeah. But I don't know, like... I'm pretty sure he might snitch if they give him a life sentence. I don't really. Oh, he's see. totally gonna snitch. Didn't he go in there and say that his his whole 
his lawyers were saying his whole, um, like, what's the word? His, like, defense was that he was saying that he's not really a gang member. It's just for his image, for his rap career. Like, that's what he came out with, like, in court or something. I mean, yeah, that makes him already look like a bitch in my book. <laughs> yeah, he's such a little bitch. He's, and he's just, like, ripped off Bobby Schmurter's, like, the stupid, dumb thing, you know? Like, yeah, it's just, he can't, he, yeah, he can't even come close to reaching, like, notoriety like Bobby Schmurter did, like... Bobby mm. Shmurda took more time to get his homie less time, and he's mm. like he took like f- what extra four or five years. Yeah, it's or like eight we years. were saying, Rowdy and Rowdy and Bobby are like the greatest bromance of the last decade. Like that's just yeah, beautiful oh, that's so true. No, I yeah. love I love that, and like because I, I I'm like my whole debate is like okay, if if Takashi does snitch, his whole fucking music and his whole credibility is just ruined. I know, right? So I'm sure yeah. like his record sales will plummet because of it yeah but i yeah. mean i i mean whatever dude like i i would rather die than do a life sentence in jail but uh even in oh prison, he's gonna that, get but. so fucked did you see that video that like yg made for like i remember what song it was it was what? like off that like last album he made and the video clip was like in the beginning there's that um it's like a mock-up setup of like takashi being brought into <laughs> jail and everyone being like you're my bitch and stuff like it's really funny i think it's oh like i gotta see that handgun song or something i'll send it to you i think it's handgun yeah and he just like rips on um takashi like so much in the beginning he's like there's some guy with a rainbow wig and everyone's like you're my bitch now you're gonna get <laughs> fucked like it's I so mean, good yeah you get incarcerated with rainbow long hair like your chances of survival are definitely you know, diminished yeah. at least to a certain like percentage. And he's a tiny little fucker too. Like he's oh, yeah. just he's so weedy and just so pathetic. Like, like and you thing... know, he just buckled. Like he completely oh, buckled. Yeah, he just there was walk that in there photo like that backwards. leaked. Like that photo where he's all teary eyed in the court. Like, yeah, ugh, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Like the thing, yeah. the beef I have with Takashi Six Nine is like I was perplexed. Like, how is this guy getting more and more famous? And he was in like a kitty porn video. Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I, I literally don't understand that how he has my so mind. many views. No, I, I really don't. don't. Well, it's through it's beef, his, man. He has it's beef. His beef. Trippy his first, beef is know? bigger than his songs. You know. Yeah, like the trippy red stuff and that, that he played off that. And every time he was about to drop a, a like a song, yeah, he'd some. He had that beef with the game. Like he starts off beef like two days before he's about to drop something, so everyone's watching and yeah. people are just tuning in to see what the fuck's going on. They're not actually listening to the song. Oh no, you know I, what I mean? I've only heard like two of his songs, but I've seen all of his beefs. And he does. Mm. He says some fucking ridiculous shit, like "I'll fuck you with your mother's yeah. lips" or something. Yeah. I was like, "What the?" Do fuck? you know what I um? I actually like was listening to the. I want to hear the Bobby um verse again in that um stupid song that he came out with and i went on apple music because i've run out of my fucking spotify money and yeah. um for some reason they only have like the clean version of it on there and it's oh, so it's so ridiculous if you listen to the clean version of stupid it's just like drum bum 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 do they do they even replace them do they replace the bars yeah. or do they just like cut over it with like sound? They clips? just like cut, they just like mute it. Like every <laughs> swear word, they just mute. And That's so ridiculous. it just sounds like it's so, it's just him going stupid, dumb, dumb, <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb. And it's just, oh, it's fucking funny though. Um, um, 
love yeah, it. Yeah, so he's pretty. Anyway, I could just rant about. I'm not going to rant about Takashi Six Nine. No, I already ball. did a rant. I was going to do a whole YouTube video about it, but I was just like, <laughs> this is just like, why do I even even focused on this guy? Like, yeah, mind you, like I, I think I said this before. Yeah, he was in kitty porn. He was only sitting on the couch while like a 13 year old was like gang raped next to him. But it's yeah, like, is I, I, it still have a hard time thinking that he like that 13 year old could pass as an 18 year old. I'm sorry. Like I maybe, yeah, maybe today's I world. I don't know. And his whole thing is like, I was 17 and it's like, who cares? You're still fucking 17, like 17 to 13 when you're that ages is like a big jump. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like, you know, a 21 to 25 year old. It's no, like when exactly. you're that age, it's a fucking big thing. Even at twice so. his age, like me being almost twice his age, I can, I would not ever see myself in a situation where I'm in a room and there's a video camera on and like underage girls getting fucking like having a train ran on her. Yeah. Like I just don't see that myself making decisions that would lead up to that moment. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And, and, and regardless of him doing that or getting charged with that, he's still like one of the biggest rappers. I'm like, fuck, whatever. I'm no, I don't understand. And I, why did like Kanye and Nikki like jump on that last record? I was like, why are you like, Giving this guy like fucking oh I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Kanye and Nicki are just clout chasing because you know oh completely they're kind of they're fading they're fading into to stay relevant yeah it's yeah. they're fading into irrelevancy is basically it's just funny to mm. me I mean mm. I saw Drake and Kanye beefing on Twitter the other month or week or whatever oh and how it was fun so... and Kim like sticking up for like my husband's a genius and stuff and I'm like oh Kim <laughs> give it up like. He's actually I, fucked up. Yeah. He, Someone's got to say no to him. He's like a baby that's just like having tantrums because <laughs> no one's ever said no to him. It's fucking pathetic. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like Kanye's new albums, I'm not really digging that much. Like, Dude, the, like I said the other day, like the only song I liked off that one was that – what's the one about his daughter? Is it Violent Crimes, that one that was about I don't like his daughter? I don't remember. And, um, and then I found out that Partisan Fontaine wrote three quarters of it. <laughs> oh, really? Which makes sense because, like, Party has, like, a, a daughter as well. And and uh, when I yeah. read I'm like, this sounds like Party lyrics. And I was just like, of course. Uh, like, you know. What if, and then I was like, no, nah, fuck that. Yeah. I didn't I, even listen to the, the one with Cootie. Oh, with Kid Cootie? Yeah, I always say the wrong thing. I don't know. I, yeah. I, how do you say kid, it? Kid Cootie. Is that how you meant to say it? Okay. No, cool. no, it's all good. I, Thanks for the lesson. I mispronounce people like, like there's electronic music producers. I, I'm like, dude, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that. I'm just yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I just blame it on being Australian. I, I blame don't know your excuses. Yeah, yeah. I, I blame my stupidity <laughs> on being American. So it's all good. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty much the most hated nation in the world, like <laughs> as of 2011, recent years. But I mean, I, I'm just guilty by association. So I have no. At least people in. hate you. People just don't give a shit about Australians. <laughs> <laughs> they just forget about us. They're like, they're Australia, like, oh yeah, what? That's, there's oh that yeah. One. The right, most interesting that massive fucking country with like no one in it. It's like a scorching fucking fireball of earth. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the all the global warming just somehow floats over your or like the ozone hole. Yeah. Meanwhile, just like floats can over you, you. Hear me okay, because my fan is like in I'm just sitting like in full force of my fan right now. I would do the same thing, like if it's fucking okay. like I don't judge. I can it's, barely hear it. It's really fucking hot. Okay, cool. All right. Is it true um, that Australia mm. was the country that was like 
like England or Europe would send like people to like Dude, we're a con- we're a convict country. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're 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 criminals. That's what You're that's how we got of, discovered. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. We yeah, fucking England sent all their convicts here on fucking boats. And they invaded the Aboriginal people and enslaved, raped, and murdered them all. And then said, this is our land now. When the Aboriginals have been here for, like, fucking thousands and thousands of years. And they're like, no, no, you haven't. We're here now. Yeah. And um, took over. Conquest. And that's basically, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you guys have, dude, I was telling you this the other day. You guys have fucking insane wildlife that I don't, I wouldn't fare well with. I hate spiders. I hate snakes. Yeah, you wouldn't really do well here, hey. It's pretty fucked. Like, my mum's in um, Mount Crosby, which is, like – so I'm in, like, Brisbane at the moment. Like, I grew up in Brisbane, but then I fucked off as soon as I could to Melbourne. Um, My dad lives in Sydney. Melbourne's, like, down the bottom of Australia. Oh, okay. And Brisbane's, like – I don't know. It's, like, a – it's, like, a three-hour plane ride. Like, it's not far to get anywhere, really, in Australia. But Well, I guess that's far, yeah. Because Australia is really big, yeah, right? But like you don't, out. like you don't. But it's only like twenty-two million people. Do you know what I mean? Like so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like you guys everything's, have a lot of everything's, land. yeah, everything's really because you can't base like people do, but you wouldn't fucking want to like live in the center of Australia because it's like the sun. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. And yeah, like the basically, if you if you ever come to Australia, you just have to do the east coast, like Sydney, Melbourne, and maybe Brisbane. Like those are all the um, cities. Yeah, like if you anyone who's like remotely invested or interested in like anything arts related has yeah. to be in like Melbourne, um, Sydney kind of as well. But like Sydney's really like kind of plastic and club scene. Like so, okay. Um, but it does have some good shit. And Brisbane's just like kind of where everyone moves to retire, to be honest. And um, like there is good shit in Brisbane. But like everyone, everyone I know that I grew up with, like moves to Melbourne or Sydney, basically. Yeah, I mean, um, it's kind of like that and then, in California. Just Los Angeles yeah. and San Francisco are just the best cities. And then there's Santa Cruz and Santa Barbara, and here San Luis Obispo. But every other town's kind of, just, and San Diego. All the like the all the cities next to the beach are nice, and then everywhere else mm. is just shit. Like there's this town called Bakersfield in Fresno, and it's just like the worst part of. <laughs> I, I where is it uh it's a more east coast of the state so they don't have their yeah. own beaches and that and the land and the houses are, are cheap as fuck so they what people in bakersfield and fresno do is they buy like a, a cheap ass house and then they buy like you know dirt bikes and quads and giant trucks and then they'll go to our beaches and fuck them up and you know litter everywhere so I would get in fights with these people all the oh, time. Oh, it sounds like the Gold Coast or something. Yeah, because there's like Brisbane's like wedged between like the Sunshine Coast and the Gold Coast, okay. and the Gold Coast is like uh, I can't even. It's just trashy as fuck. It's just like beaches and everyone's on on ice and it's just like yeah, it's real yeah, fuck. And the Sunshine I, Coast is really chill and beautiful, but oh really? It's um yeah. Yeah, like I saw this um, documentary about these like meth heads in Australia and like. Yeah, I didn't realize how bad it was. It's all in the small country towns, man. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not just in the cities. It's in, like, small country towns. And it's, like, oh, yeah. destroying them. Like, it's really fucked up. Like, ice here is, like, just as big as, like, your guys' opioid crisis. And the only reason why our opioid crisis isn't really a crisis is because fentanyl's only, like, kind of just coming in now. Like, yeah. I've only just Same noticed here. it in the last, like, couple of months of 
using. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, you can't get fentanyl, like, anywhere, really. Like, I, I knew a guy that, like, like the guy around the corner from where I'm staying in my sober house deals with, um, like, fentanyl patches oh, that, he, like, cook, that he, like, cooks up. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, before, right I told bef- you about how I bumped into him, right? You told me you saw him on, like, the subway or something. And, the subway. Uh, oh, or not subway, little the American bus. soul. The yeah. train station. Train station, sorry. <laughs> we don't apologies. call it a subway. We oh. call it a train station. But you said you That's deleted right. him. That's all right. It's the same thing. You said you, de- you deleted him and he was, like, calling you out. Yeah. Like, why'd you delete yeah. me? So like That's I this guy this guy is the worst. So like um yeah, where I'm like where my rehab sober house, whatever you want to call it, um yeah. is. Um it's in this suburb called like oh, I won't say where the suburb is to be honest. Um <laughs> but it's it's like right next to the city and okay. it's in like a really nice area. Like it's like a lot of money around here, you know. It's not yeah. like a druggy area at all. But, um yeah. but it just happens to be like three short train rides away, like stops away from my heroin dealer and like where I used to use and get on. And um, also like we say get on here. We don't say cop. That's another Australian thing. Like we don't say we're going to cop. What do you guys say? Like you're going to go. Score dope. Yeah, we say get on. Get well. (laughs) We're going to go get on. Get on. I like Um, that. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, and then I used to get on from this guy just around the corner if I like, well, I basically like didn't see him very often. Cause, like I was always able to see my, um, uh, my heroin dealer every day. Yeah. But like if he was tied up or something or something was going on, I just fell this. Yeah. Like yeah. he would, but he was just like, he had like oxys and Delorteds and, oh, um, God. fent patches and stuff like that. Oh, and then he God. messaged me and this is the guy that I had to go see. Cause my guy was, um, he just got out of jail for doctor shopping. Like he's American, actually. <laughs> no shit. He's American. I call him American. I'm not going to say his name. Yeah, of but course um, not. yeah, he just anyway. got out of jail for doctor shopping. Went straight back to doctor shopping. Fuck. And um, he's like on parole. When I went over to his apartment, because he messaged me, being like, "Hey, I've got whatever," and I happened to be like right across the road from where he was staying, because this is when he was staying in the city, and I was on my yeah. way home from work, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like. Oh, and I, I really didn't want to see him because he's one of those people that's just gross. Like he's, I've never seen someone so gray in my life. And you know, when you just, you can't handle being around people like this, I always yeah. think there's hope for like addicts, but this is like the one person I'm like, there is no fucking hope for you. Like <laughs> when, like, how are you still alive? Like, Fuck. um, yeah. So I went over there cause I happened to be like literally across the road from it. And I was like, Fuck, I can't say no. Yeah. And went over banged up like an oxy in like two seconds, rolled a cigarette, was about to walk out the fucking door. Like I was there <laughs> for a total of about five minutes, like no joke, like five minutes in and out. Fuck. Um, and then there's a knock at the door and he's, cook- he's cooking up on a spoon on the stove, like a fentanyl patch, and he oh, looks really worried. And I was like, oh, are you expecting someone? And he's like, no. And then like six fucking cops barge in. What And he gets fucking raided. Fuck? And you were there? Yeah, this was, yeah, this was like... Oh my the God. 3rd of December or something. Like, this okay. is in the same week that I, like, lost my job, had to move out of my house, this happened, and I booked myself into detox. Like, so that's this what just like, this happened? This, like, just happened? Yeah, this happened in, like, December, and I had to go to court before um, before I went to detox because I had a fucking spoon in my bag. Oh, what did they charge with you With residue for? on it. Um, Paraphernalia? Possession of a utensil. 
Oh, fuck. yeah. Because the thing is, I wasn't in Melbourne, right? In Victoria, which is the state that Melbourne's in, yeah. Where I was like using, they don't have you. You don't get charged if you have paraphernalia on you, but in Queensland, you do. Oh, so wow. I got charged with it, and I I now had I got drug diversion, which is just you go and you get like a, I think I got like a twenty five dollar fine, had to go do like an hour class, like that. Oh, that's drug it. Drug class thing I was telling you about. Yeah, because I got drug. You can only get drug diversion once, though. Yeah. In each state, and I've got it in Queensland, New South <laughs> Wales, and Victoria. So I like. You lucked out. I really, yeah. Unless I go to South Australia or Western Australia, which is never going to happen. Um, yeah. Um, so I just got <laughs> drug diversion, and this is just before I was about to go into detox, right? Oh and my you God. like drug diversion. You you basically. It's all the people that go through the courts, like for possession or whatever, like yeah. like minor drug stuff. So it's all these really normal people that got busted with like a joint or something, you know. And Normies. I'm there, and they and they they make you fill out this form, like explaining like your usage and what you use and how often yep. you use and and all this stuff and and how you feel and everything as a person. And I filled mine out, <laughs> and they collect them all, and they basically come in and ask you like on a. Like you, have, they have to speak to everyone individually, and the woman just walked straight back into the room and was like, "Gabby, yeah, can we talk to you?" Because <laughs> mine was like, you know, daily intravenous heroin use, like you know, fucked. Well, yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, what's what's going on?" And I was like, "Don't worry, it's just because I inject heroin daily, like as a joke, <laughs> because like I have a really fucked sense of humor." No, that's And awesome. they all just looked at me like, "What the fuck?" And I was just like, "Yeah." Oh wow. And then I just had to sit there with her, and she's like, "So yeah, what's um." what's going on here? And I was like, it's okay. I'm going to detox and I'm going to rehab like in a week. And she's like, okay, cool. I'm like, yeah, see ya. And then I went like shut up in the bathroom and then <laughs> left. Oh so, my God. Yeah. That reminded me of the time I shot up in my drug diversion bathroom. Like after we got out of group, I, yeah. I waited because like, the thing is, is like we have, um, when I've been in like every drug program in the state that they have, which there's like, and they all differ in like <laughs> levels of difficulty, but like this one was the most hard drug court was, is like the hardest one that's for felon and felons and people looking at like six to 10 years for sales par- charges yeah, shit. and shit. Yeah. So basically we have what's called color testing. Do you know what that is? Color testing. Yeah. Huh. Ba- basically what they do is they assign you a, a color and each like every day you have to call their, their drug testing hotline and they'll just throw out random colors. Like they have like, that sounds s- really cute and innocent, but in reality it's really fucked. Oh yeah. Like, it's so fucked. We're going to give you a color. Like. Yeah. So like different colors get called different numbers of times a month. So like chocolate right. was like the hardest one. I think it got called six to eight times a month. Hang on. Chocolate's a color. Chocolate's a flavor. I, exactly. They make up weird. What's wrong with you people? They make up like... weird names for colors. They have like lavender as a color and like peach. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of different colors. So... This sounds like a play school for drug addicts. I oh, love it's the it. worst. Yeah. And like <laughs> it was, it was so bad because like sometimes I would relapse and then like the next day I would be having a fucking heart attack while I'm calling, you know, praying to gods I've never gone to church for and stuff. And like, hoping Mm. they wouldn't call my color and most of the time like I would call and they wouldn't call my color and then I'd be like thank god and then you know I could keep using but when they would call my color like the only way to get out of testing for that day is to do an ER visit so I would like go to ERs and like fake back injuries so I could get out of (laughs) testing it was (laughs) fucked 
But uh, even though you have color testing, if you show up to group, and even if your color didn't test that day, they have a random board and you may get uh, random, yeah. a random drug test. So I ha- would always have to wait until after I and what, went to group. Is it a piss test or a saliva yeah. test? Or? It's, a, it's a urine test, but they, uh, they send it out to the lab. So like the cutoff levels for the metabolites or whatever are much – they can detect mm. it for much longer amounts of time. But – that this one time I went to group and they didn't call me on the random board and they didn't call my color. So I was like, fuck yeah, I had two loaded. What uh, was your color? Well, on drug court, they st- there's it's four phases and each phase is like three months. So um, you yeah. have to like not get in trouble. But phase one was chocolate and that was six to eight times a month. And then phase two and three were uh, uh, white. And I think that was four to five times a month. And then yeah. the last phase was like peach and that's like three to four times a month. Oh, like peach king. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. So, but then I had, uh, I had gotten out of group and there was, I had two loaded rigs. Uh, I had cooked up a shop and I piggybacked half of it into a second one. Cause I was like, I always did half of what I cooked for safety, but it was a goofball. Yeah. Meth no, and I heroin. Same. But like yeah. this shit, I guess it, I'm a lightweight to, to speed. Like, oh, same. Like so, all like uppers. I'm such a lightweight yeah. too. Especially yeah. when you mix it with tar. Like you have to do even less cause it's like intense. But, uh, I, mm. I did up a, an ish. We call it, I call it do, doing an ish. Like it's short for issue, like banging out an issue. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I went to the bathroom and I did it and I was like, this rush was fucking hardcore. Like, mm. and then I was so paranoid driving home. I was like, I better do the second one at the Starbucks bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking mistake. I was like fucking, I don't Gosh. even know how I made it home. <laughs> but, yeah. Ooh. Fuck, man. No, but that's oh, funny. You, so can you talk about your rehab experience right now? Cause you like have been telling me stories mm. and it's been sounding like mm. an episode mm. of survivor or something. Yeah. Oh, it's been a pretty hectic, like, um, it's like really chill here, but it's like it's been a couple of hectic days. Um, yeah, you're probably yeah, dealing with so, other people having temper tantrums and shit, from what it sounds like. Yeah, man, it's just like oh shit. Anyway, um, so where to start? So yeah, I'm in this place. How long have you been there like, for, by the way? Um, last Thursday, so like ten days. So it's you, Sunday. You it's this Saturday there. there. You transferred it's Sunday, there from, yeah. it's Saturday here. I it's went, eight, yeah, Sunday, 49. like, afternoon here. So, um, wait, I, you transferred from rehab to this, like, halfway house, basically? or is it No, a, I went so, from detox. So, basically, where I'm at now, instead of going away to, like, some um, rehab where I'm, like, locked up, yeah. I'm in this kind of, like, they, the facilitators call it a rehab, but it's not. Like, it's it's, like, sober living rehab mixed together if that makes okay. sense so no, like sense. um and i went straight from my detox like to here like literally drove from my detox to here nice um and i so i'm in a house with like four other girls and oh, cool. um yeah there's like we have brother houses as well like, there's two other brother houses like one in ipswich and one in cooper room brisbane uh-huh. and um we're all run under this one um company called like ozcare Okay. And um, we basically, like, I think all the houses are kind of run, like, because the boys want so I know the guys in the other one because I see them, like, we do stuff together every now and then. We go to, I see them at NA. Yeah. Um, but they, this run slightly differently. Like, for us here, like, Monday to Friday, our facilitator is always here, like, in our office and the support workers and stuff. And we do group things, like, but not, like, every morning from, like, 730 
till about 2.30 when the facilitator's here, we're kind of doing stuff on and off. Like every morning we'll do a Just for Today reading and like a mini, almost like a mini meeting Okay. Um, between the house and like a check-in with everyone. Yeah. And um and then we'll have like they take it they take us to the fucking gym every day. They gave us like a free gym what? membership which is down the nice. road. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And That's um sweet. so we, we go do that and then um we come back and then we normally have like maybe like one other kind of group thing that's run. Yeah. Um, and then we have like like all of our foods paid for and it's fucking amazing. And like we like one like one night a week someone cooks for everyone else. Okay. Um so like yeah, and um, the food's good. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. It's <sighs> so good. Like being in public detox, like we just absolutely no fresh produce. I was going insane. So when I'm like really <laughs> dope, like when I'm coming off shit or I'm dope sick, all I can have is just really simple, like raw shit. I can't have like sloppy, gross, like Greasy all they were giving shit. us was like fucking fish and eggs. I'm like, what? <laughs> like person coming off heroin wants fish and egg? Like what the fuck Ugh. are you doing to me? So I just survived off like the little bit of jelly they gave me all week and like the one, the 10 minutes a day I could walk to the shop, like escorted with them in detox, I'd buy like an ice block and come back. And that's like basically all I ate for the week I was in detox. Um, so it's just nice to have like this fucking salad, Yeah, you know. Um, I can imagine and, detoxing there would be fucking atrocious with the heat and everything. Like ugh. It was because you're locked up. It's in aircon all day. So like I had to wear like winter pajamas and like fucking jumpers because it was freezing in there. Oh. Like it was, it was like a heat wave going on outside. Yeah. But it was like freezing in the hospital, you know. Oh, that's fucked. So, um... Yeah, but it's hot today, man. It's really fucking hot. But we've got aircon in the house. It's just like in the living room. I'm just in my little shoebox of a room. Um, <laughs> well, it sounds not, like it's not too bad. Like the the rehab. It's literally or... just a share house. Like if you look at it from the outside, you would have no idea that there's like five little alcoholic junkies living <laughs> in there. You know what I mean? And we can leave from two thirty every day, and I just we have to be back by ten o'clock at night. Okay. And then on the weekends we can go like like today. Um, like you can leave any time in the morning. I just have to be back by ten, and then after you're there for a month, um, you can go away like all weekend. Like I could oh. go, like you have to get stay a at a friend's house. Or? You have to tell them where you're going, yeah. and if it changes, you have to tell them. And when you come back, they like we get tested every Monday. Oh, every Monday? So, Do you get random tested too, or? Yeah, well, I've only been tested once since I've been here. Oh, okay, but it's only like, been like a week, my, so. Yeah, yeah, like we do, um, and they said, like, just before I came in, they all just randomly had to go get blood tested. Blood tested, even? Mm, they blood test us, yeah. Oh, they don't do urine the testing? Road. They do both. Oh, wow. So, and they've Fuck. only, yeah, they only have drug tested, like, saliva drug tested me so far. They haven't breathalyzed me, but I've spoken to them, and I'm like, I really, like, they're aware of, like, it's kind of like situation to situation. Like, there's three girls in here that alcoholics and there's one yeah. other girl that girl that i was telling you about so uh-huh. oh yeah me, who's um, <laughs> who's uh. um drugs and alcohol and apparently my cigarettes um <laughs> but yeah so like, she, i'm addicted uh, like, to your cigarettes i'm sorry dude i literally just like walked I, I i went to a meeting last night and i was venting about it to a mate of mine and he let me like take a, a like a bit of tobacco out of his pouch He's like just take it don't worry about it i'm like thanks so I only have this little bit of tobacco left. And I'm basically, like, quitting smoking anyway. Like, I was – I've been on and off quitting for the last, like, two months, you know, and I went the whole weekend Hads and the whole time in Sydney. Like, Hads is the detox. Um, 
without even like needing patches or anything. Like I, I'm fine not smoking. It's just been like a really full on, you know, like I've only been on detox for like, I don't know, 11, 12 days or something. Uh-huh. Um, like I'm 19 days today because I didn't know. Um, oh yeah. I'm going to put I'm in some like, like fake applause over this. <laughs> I mean, I'll clap for you too. Well, can I ask, it. thank you. Thank you. Spoil me. Um, can I ask you, yeah. this is like what I was concerned about, like coming out of detox. I was like, what would I consider? Like I asked a, like an older cleaner member, I'm like, what is my clean date? If I've gone to detox, for, like the day that you went to detox, I'm like, yeah, but they gave me Valium. They're like, yeah, but you were medically supervised and you had like, 30 milligrams a day and didn't even touch your sides. I'm like, yeah, you're right. And I stopped See, taking that like three days before. So, and yeah. they, they prescribed me, they charted me Subutex, but I didn't have it. So I didn't need it. Well, you if know? they're prescribing you something, I mean, honestly, I, th- that's the problem here uh, where I live is mm. a lot of people in NA are so fussy about the, you know, things and clean time and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Um, like when I was going to NA, like when I, first moved back up from Melbourne to Brisbane uh-huh. and I was going to, I was on, um, Subby, it was on Suboxin and, um, yeah. I was on Suboxin for about five months and didn't use and went to NA like every single day. Okay. Um, but they we wouldn't let me collect key tags. I had to identify as yeah, my name's weird. Gabby. I'm an addict and I'm on maintenance. And Ugh. some meetings <laughs> were really funny about letting people on maintenance share. And there's they... hardly anyone that was even on maintenance anyway. Huh? See, I don't mind. Like, personally, I don't care if you're on maintenance. I don't care if you smoke weed. I don't care if you take crayon. Yeah, neither. Like, if, if yeah. that helps you not put a needle in your arm. For Like, for me, like, I used kratom and weed to get off of dope. And mm. I had to stop doing that anyway because um, I get drug tested now, too. So. Yeah. But it's like... I, I, like, I don't know. Did they consider that not clean time? I don't, I don't even care, to be honest. Like, they get the politics in NA, NA, NA can be like so clicky and so, you know. I know, right? Judgmental yeah. And shit. Not all, not But you everyone, know what? Like, people. because then I think, like, I mean, I was really, like, I got, I've never been one that struggled with the concept of NA. Like, you people's like, I don't get the God thing. It's a cold. It's this is like I'm, I like I got it. Like you know, it's yeah. I'm a results orientated person. I'm like there's people here that are like fucking 25 years clean. Like it obviously works, and I get yeah. that a god is like whatever you fucking want a god to be. You know, it's not religious. It's a higher um, power, quote unquote. You like yeah. read the fucking big book, you fucking idiots. You know, <laughs> like it's just oh yeah. my god. Anyway, I hate when people go on about that. Like you're just making excuses. Yeah. Um, but like when I went in, all the people. Um, like I was on maintenance, right. And I just think that I was kind of, I wasn't doing the steps. Um, I was having like fucked experiences with some like fucking creepy dudes in there that I basically (laughs) used an excuse to go out and be like, this place is fucked. Yeah. Yeah, No, no. Like just really creepy older dudes being fucked. And I was just like, this is gross. I'm going to go and go you. And then I had a massive fight with my mom, massive fight with my boyfriend and just like was like fuck this. I was waiting for an excuse to go out and just start using again. Do you know what I mean? Like it's oh, just yeah. I just wasn't ready, obviously. And so then I no, went out I and like it. used every day for like the last eighteen months until like nineteen days ago. And um yeah, like but all the people that like I knew back then that were really fucked, you know, like really funny about people on maintenance and were real shitty, like aren't there anymore. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. all the people who are really great and like awesome are still there. <laughs> so it's just like well get yeah. fucked I, oh my god it's when always I was a, people who don't use heroin as well who don't uh, understand it 
Yeah, it's like, usually you're tweakers that judge me. And I'm like, forget fucked. Yeah. I don't even judge. Like, if you take Suboxone or not, that's cool. But, like, there was this one girl in my fucking drug court, and she was on Suboxone, but she would judge people for relapsing or judge people for taking Kratom. And I was like, mm. I was like, dude. And, and But she would, like, talk about her sobriety. Like, she was, like, the fucking poster child of, like, N.A. And I was like, get over but yourself. But you know like, what? Like, I I kind of feel like I was a little bit like that when I was going on maintenance because you're just, like, look, if you can go on maintenance, right, whatever uh-huh. it is, like, methadone or suboxone and it works for you and you can taper off it and you can stay clean, yeah. fucking good on you. Like, if that's what you need to do and that's going to work for you, great. But, like, I... I it just I couldn't do it. Like, hey, I like I was doing it just as a crutch, and I always yeah. kind of knew that I, if I was really not gonna, like, use, I had to stop everything. And I've tried, like, I've tried moving, you know, done geographicals, moved like from to my mum's house, got and take myself out to the fucking bush in the middle of nowhere, and like <laughs> fucking hitchhiked back into town for four hours to go get on for fifty bucks, you know. Yeah. Like I've gone on a suboxone, I've done an A, like on the nod, like, you know, everything. And I, nothing has worked. Like, I always knew that I had to, like, I had to physically remove myself and go into treatment and go away and be off everything to be able to stop. And that's the no, only, this is, like the only, this is, like, the first time. Like, I was a daily user, too. Like, I, oh, yeah. this is the first time in 19 days that I have not had an opiate in my system for the last six years. It's really like hard every not to find a day. daily user of fucking heroin, you know? like Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Like, it's just, even though, you know those days where you're like, how the fuck am I going to make this work? I've got no fucking money. I always was able to find money some way. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's like, it's just, I feel like I'm on a fucking holiday because the hustle is gone, you know? Like, it's just like, I don't have to run around and be dope sick and like, oh, I just doing all this fuck sick. shit. I, There's what? these... Oh, dude, one There's time. There's these things in the, um, yeah. No, go you ahead. Go. You go ahead first. Oh, it's just like, I was at my train station, Subway, uh-huh. um, the big one in the city, and they have this, these, like, um, next to where, like, all the times for the trains that, like, flash up, they have, like, yeah. this Crime Stoppers thing where it flashes through, like, photos of people being like, have you seen this person? And yeah. I literally used to feel, like, sick, like, and watch it flip through all the photos like looking for my face like that's how much <laughs> fuck shit i was doing in the end oh, and i wow. was just like this is really like i was yeah i hey, was what were you uh, gonna say no to make my, my hustle towards the end is uh i uh i cracked like software like photoshop and quickbooks pro and i would fill out like fake pay stubs for my dealer so we could get into apartments and i would just get dope that way <laughs> or i would oh like, my god yeah i would do some like fe- i guess I, I don't know if i should cut that out or not <laughs> i don't know if the well, statute um, of limitations should hit i tell that you yet. about the time that i got arrested on my lunch break at work yeah and got away with it fuck wait you um, got away with being arrested on your lunch break yeah. Okay. So oh, this is interesting. Um, this was when I was still like just before I moved up from Brisbane. I was still in Melbourne, so like two and a half years ago. Okay. Um, and I was working, so I've I've like um studied fashion, like done my own like line and everything, but I've always worked awesome. in like fashion retail as well. Yeah. So I was working for this um kind of like high end Australian designer and. It was in one of the laneways in the city that they had their boutique and they were based in Sydney and I was in the shop in Melbourne in the main, the main one in the city. Okay. And I worked by myself in the shop Monday to Friday and all the head office was in Sydney. So I never had to see anyone. That's how I got away with like shutting the shop and going 
and seeing my dealer every day for like hours yeah. and not them because it was a really quiet store that nice. never made any money anyway. <laughs> it's just like I was just lucky that when I the few hours of the day that I was there, like I got paid for eight hours a day. I was probably there for about five or six of them, to be honest, on a daily basis because I would just shut the shop and just go get on. Yeah. And on like the Saturday, it was a Saturday, and um, I, I'd already like gotten my dope that morning, but um, I had this at the time. One of the little money making rackets that I had going on uh-huh. was that I was, um, so I'm a pretty good like five finger discount sticky finger oh, shoplifter. I, I was pretty good. Yeah. Too. Yeah, we're talking about, yes, the white girl privilege. Like, I'm not going to deny it. I know. Um, So, and I, yeah. I have white male privilege, But the thing is, I preyed on white girls. So what I would do (laughs) is I'd go go to, like, these Priceline. um, Priceline's kind of like a, it's like a big chemist kind of, like, um, Research yeah, chemicals? it like sells like like no, it sells like makeup and stuff as oh, well, like yeah, yeah, a yeah. chemist warehouse type of thing. Uh-huh. But they have like they sell actual like designer perfumes, like you know Chloe and Balenciaga yeah, and, those are and stuff like that. As fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd go rack five of the same Chloe or Louis, <laughs> like you know Dolce & Gabbana perfume, like yeah. brand new. Um, and then I post on like Facebook groups and these you know those girls makeup youtube beauty guru fucking groups on like you know buying cells uh-huh. and be like you know 50 60 bucks a pop for like a 200 dollar perfume and then Fuck just pretend yeah. like i've only got one but reply to five different girls and then just sell them all off to them and it was really quick because they get back to you really quick and they'd be like oh i work in the city come pick it up for my work and i'd have 50 bucks within 20 minutes Fuck you know what yes. i mean but um so it's like i need to go i'd already said yes to these three girls that i had the perfume for them and i was like fuck i've got to go get the perfume on my lunch break from (laughs) priceline which is like in the middle of burke street mall which is like in melbourne like the big main drag where all the big department stores and big like it's the big main street through yeah yeah so i'm in there and i'm just like brazenly just like putting shit in my bag and then i go it's kind of like where the store is that you have to go like up this escalator to it, like in up, like on the top of the mall and then back down out the other way, uh-huh. like down an escalator. And I just went to walk up the escalator and this like woman, just like this plain clothes, like woman just stepped in front of me and was like, she what are you doing? You? I was like, yeah. And I was oh. like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to pay. I thought that that was when, <laughs> you know, you just say shit. Like I thought, I thought that's where the register was. And she like points like direct two meters behind and she's like, um, that's where the register is. I'm like, well, it's really confusing in here and your layout isn't very easy to follow. So you might want to rethink that. And meanwhile, she's like being a vigilante and like making me go into the back room with her. And I'm like dropping perfumes out of my bag. Oh, I, I have love a, it. I have two loaded fits in my bag as well. Oh, fuck. Um, and I'm sitting there and I um, – she couldn't actually prove that I was um, – she could only really prove that I'd taken one perfume and I had um, enough money in my account that I, pro- I could have paid for it. And I was like, I just want to pay for it. Like, let me pay for it. And I would have had she let me just to get away. But she's like, no, we're calling the cops. And I was like, fuck this. I didn't really think about how serious it was going to be. And then um remember my fits and I was so pissed off. I was like, what am I going to do? I can't, like – be caught with these loaded fits. So I just squirt, no. had to squirt them out oh. and just throw them behind like these boxes in their back room oh. when she wasn't looking. Yeah. And which I'm so fucking lucky I did because then the cops came and they 
handcuffed me and walked me down to the middle of the mall and put me in a paddy wagon and took me. I didn't because you when when you're in a paddy wagon you can't see where you're fucking going. I was like, where the fuck? What cop station are they taking me to? Because it's like it was driving for a while and I was like, where am I going? And they, I, you know, they they pull and you can't even tell which one you're at. They're like, you're at Docklands and Docklands is like all the way down the other end of the city. And I was like, fuck. And then. They put me in a cell for like, I didn't even know what time it was and have anything on me. They took all my shit. Um, And then I'm, you know, just like sitting there being like, fucking hell. Like, (laughs) I'm meant to be at work. (laughs) I'm meant to be at work. I've shut the shop. Like, holy shit. And um, so bad. So, and then they finally bring me out and they interview me and like tape it and everything. And, and they put me back until they finally let me go. And I just made up this big bullshit, like just stuck to the story of like yeah, I didn't know was down there, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then didn't realize that I actually like was going to have to go to court over this. I was like, for fuck's sake. Um, oh and then about four hours later, they finally let me out. And it was – I'd gone on my lunch break at 12 o'clock and I got out at about 4 o'clock. And then I had to make my way back to the store so I got to like 4.30 and then I had half an hour till I closed and then I made a $1,000 sale in my last half hour. So like no one knew any wiser. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. You got away. Yeah. Dude, I've gotten away with so much shit. It's like it blows my mind. It, I just feel so lucky because it just makes me feel sick inside when I think about some of the shit that I've done. I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah. Used, to, I used to get really hung up on the stupid shit I've done in my past. But yeah, I just I'm like, dude, I can't spend time on that. That fucking story reminded me of like five different stories just now. Like, yeah, because I used to work at a college uh, and I was the certified pool operator. Um, so I would like <laughs> test I would test the pH and like the parts per million of cl- the chlorine in the pool to make sure the levels mm. were all right. But I mean, really, like there was no boss watching me. It's a giant school campus. So like I would just sit in my office, which was like, there was like a barn door, like there's the pool area where like the polo teams are swimming in and blah, blah, blah. But then there's the back room where there's all the chlorine tanks and pumps and sand filters and water pumps. And then there's like this barn door that would swing open. I had this ghetto little uh, office that I would just sit in and like play on my computer all day because I could get on the school Wi-Fi. But, um, yeah, they would never really check up on me. And uh, I was, like, doing dope in the back <laughs> with the mm. barn door closed. Oh, but, I've shot up in every change room of every store I've ever worked at. Like, oh, yeah. Know, like, yeah. 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 Um, but, like, I would do the same thing on my lunch. I would I, – I, I even had, a, a like, a school vehicle I would drive around in. I would just take mm. that and I'd go on my lunch – I wouldn't even tell anyone I took a lunch. I would just leave and I would drive like 45 <laughs> minutes to my dealer's place. Oh, you're place. like the male version of me. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, yeah. Oh, seriously. It was so bad. And at one time I didn't even have a phone. So I would like call my dealer on my office phone and be like, all right, I'm going to drive there. And then I'd mm. drive to like a Denny's or something parking lot and wait for him. And he wouldn't be there. So I'd have to go to like a Best Buy or something and get on the computer's no. Wi-Fi and then Facebook message. No. like, where the fuck are you? Get my dope. <laughs> But it was bad because then while I'm driving on the freeway, I'm cooking up a shot and then I'm driving on the freeway. While driving on the freeway. And then I would tie off while steering with my knees and I'd be slamming 
I've dope. done that before. Yeah. And then like, you know, I'd be passing, I'd be like driving 80 miles an hour, like passing vans of Mormon families. Oh and they would just God. look over and see me with my arm extended out and a rig inside of it. And I'd just be like, hey, I got to get I told by. you about how I crashed my car on my lunch break going to get doped and I like wrote it off like on my lunch break. No, like I don't from, remember that. Oh, um, yeah, this was, this was last year was 2018 when this is ended November, it was just before my birthday. So November, 2017. Oh, nice. And I was working, um, in, I was working for like a clothing company that I'd worked for in the past, like when I was 18. Um, and it's like a kind of like, it's a pretty like high end one, like at, uh-huh. um, the, like the bougie shopping center, like it, yeah, um, yeah. in a suburb here. Okay. And it was like, it was a short, maybe like five minute car ride to like where I, I'd see my dealer. Uh-huh. And so I'd always go like on my lunch break as early as I could. Like I'd start at nine, I got my lunch breaks at like 10 30. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and I drove over there. It, I always timed it like perfectly. Like my dealer was actually like really good to me. Like he's just, I mean, good to me or bad to me, however which way you want to look at it. Like he'd always, he'd, he'd, drive to, he'd drive to wherever the fuck I wanted to meet him. Like, you know, he'd do me really good deals. He never sold less than like 100 to anyone except me. Like he just, because he knew that I fucking saw him every day, you know. Yeah. So he, he um, gave you a special VIP advantages. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Like I get in the car sometimes. It was There was like another guy that like saw him there and he'd be like, how the fuck, how come you get to do this? And I don't. And I'm like, Cause I'm fucking special. Yeah, and I think also because like I was probably the only fucking girl that he saw ever because he was disgusting um so i just played on that as well but i was driving over there yeah driving over there gone on banged up and it just was just way like stronger than i thought it was going to be you know what i mean like it's just i'd always realize i was really careful about like how much i shot like i never like one point for me was like i was happy with that it didn't make me sick two points is like perfect but like three points has me on the nod so like i Always just have, and I would never shoot a full point at once. I'd probably shoot like 70 like CC lines of it and then have like a little, little shot for later, you know, like, oh, for sure. um, but I like shot up what I would normally shoot, which I'd be fine to drive back. And I went on the nod driving back to my work, um, and ran into this like 84 year old man, um, and his like family heirloom Mercedes, and oh. just completely like smashed into him. He was like facing me, waiting to like turn to the street, and I ran into him like head on to head on. Oh my god! And um, yeah, and it was really fucking bad. I was going like fifteen hour or something. Like it was bad. Fuck. And um, I just got out. Swapped. Thank God he was all right. Um, yeah. and uh, you know the cars were like written off. Um, but we swapped details. Like looking at his driver's license and his birth dates in the thirties. I'm like, how the fuck like jesus christ even if i didn't hurt you you could have had like a heart attack or something yeah. like and i was just like profusely apologizing and luckily and then i was just like um i've got to go back to work so i've got to go i'm really sorry here are my details and i just got back in my car tried to drive it it literally spluttered about 20 meters down the road for i had to pull over and leave it there went fuck this i'm having my next shot so i'm sitting there in this <laughs> fucked up car oh my like it God. looks it looks horrendous like it, it was a really bad i just had like a little nissan micro it was fuck it crumpled man Ugh. and i'm just paying up this and these tradies like bogan tradies again like tradesmen <laughs> in like high-vis vests were like watching me i don't know if they saw me do that but they're like darling do you want to lift up the road or something <laughs> and i'm just like is that all right so these like 
really nice like guys that gave me a lift back to my work and I just went back to work like nothing had happened and you just left the car I just left the car and I just (laughs) dealt with it when I got off at work at four and I had to fucking go call my mom and be like you've got to come pick me up I've crushed my something's really bad has happened she got there being really worried about me and then she got there and saw it and it just yeah probably freaked her out she was like this is fucked yeah yeah it wasn't good my last car crash was bad I uh I told it on this fucking podcast, but yeah, I'd gotten Narcan in Hollywood. My, uh, I went and saw my ex and her new transgender partner or whatever. And is we, this your crazy fucking ex? One of them, one of the crazy like, ones. Lindsay. I, like I'm not gonna, I'm gonna admit, like I'm a crazy bitch, but that bitch is fucking crazy. <laughs> like Jesus fucking Christ. I'm yeah, sorry, we, but like, oh, holy fuck. shit, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, dude. I'm just you're like, such a masochist. You fucking love chaos, man. You're addicted to it. I love chaos, it. but like I didn't know what I I I didn't know what I was bargaining in. I wasn't know what I was getting myself into. Like I don't think anyone does with that bitch. Jesus Christ. Well, I, see, this anyway, is the, this is my problem. Is what uh, because when like I was, you can't you can't even make up the shit that no you said that she's no done. you have to actually like yeah. have it unfold in front of you. Like I wouldn't make yeah. this out up out of nowhere. Like no, but uh, no. My problem was uh, when I was working at those weed dispensaries, Sorry, I started... I'm trying to like get dressed like to go to my meeting as I'm talking to you, so just keep talking. Oh, no, Sorry. you're fine. Um, <laughs> I had this issue where I'd be popping like oxys like crazy, and then I mm-hmm. just started like flirting with three different girls on Facebook from like three mm. different areas, and so... Yeah, you like to keep your options open. I get it. Well, the thing is, is like, I used to be super shy in high school and I had girlfriends, but I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just like super awkward and shy. But then. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I totally get it. It's yeah, like, but then. Keep your options once, open. Yeah, once I had lost my, my testicle, I just stopped giving a fuck. And then I was all like <laughs> high on opiates too. So. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, fuck it. And so then I, I started like, girls would like fly and we'd date and stuff. But uh, yeah, as I had met my ex, Lindsay, online and she was from Ohio and she ended up flying out here and we fucking how oh, we're so both still alive like presented she had like a kind of semi together web presence and then you like hooked yeah. up in real life and you were like fuck this was wrong yeah well i knew she okay. was i knew she was doing uh heroin but i was like yeah I'm doing heroin too so it's <laughs> like what a coincidence but then yeah. uh she came out here to try and get clean and then like I flew out to Ohio. She lived in a town called Youngstown. It's the most ghetto. Where town is Ohio? Ohio is Midwest. Is that like north. inland? It's it's uh by shit. Like Ohio is next to um. Do you know what? Don't even bother because it's not like I don't really want to go to no, Ohio. You so don't. Let's just Ohio move on. Ohio sucks. Yeah, but um, it sounds like it sucks. Yeah, I went out there and saw um. I went out there and saw her, and that's when I uh, had my horse needle sh- story. She shot me up with dope with one of those needles you get at like the horse supply stores. Because we why? Because af- we couldn't afford like, real syringes. We had enough for the dope. Don't but- you guys have like needle exchanges there? We do, but like I, I, did, I was visiting from California. I didn't know what needle exchanges were in Ohio. You oh. know? and so like we wanted like, I, and I only had so much money. So they're like, she was like, mm. yeah, we'll get a horse needle from the fucking farm supply. <laughs> How store. much does like a normal like fit cost from like a chemist? Well, we go to the pharmacy. Buy. The pharmacies will sell. If you go to the right pharmacy, they'll sell a pack for like three fifty to five bucks. 
Um, yeah, same. But uh, and they come in like packs of ten or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, there yeah. some some pharmacies won't just like will not sell. Uh, mm, yeah, no, you, you've got to know which ones do exactly. and which ones don't. Exactly, yeah. and you have to have yeah. a certain kind of confidence when you go up there. I, I I don't even ask for needles. I ask for diabetic syringes or uh, insulin my, insulin my syringes. Thing is, my things, my shtick was always, oh, I need a sharps pack. Can I get a receipt too? It's not for me. It's for my brother. He's arriving and he's diabetic. And like, yeah, your brother's arriving every fucking day from Sydney and he's diabetic. Okay. I would pretend um, I was diabetic and somehow it, I could pull it off. I'd mm, look at like those diabetic mm. socks and sometimes I would buy those too, just to be like, yeah, I'm diabetic. <laughs> just to I keep swear. it up. Yeah. I keep up my fucking, my fucking fake persona. But, um, so how thick is a, how big is a horse needle? Like how thick's the, well, even the smallest, even the smallest gauge horse needle is still big, you know? Oh, I my, I literally just like hugged my arms to my chest. I was like, fuck. And somehow she registered perfectly. Like I made her do it. I was like, I've never hit myself with a horse needle. Like I can hit myself with a regular needle, but. But then what towards fucking the end, crazy bitch knows how to hit herself with a horse needle? Fucking she hell. hit me with it. Like she hit my vein. Oh she my did it god! So good. But then, uh, yeah, and then I, I've used like I've used the needles that they. But use this for, is the like, bitch that also squirts blood on your ceiling, isn't it? Yeah, we just talked about this on my last interview. <laughs> I, we, I, my buddy Scruffy, he goes by the alias Scruffy Jones. We both looked up mm. at my ceiling and we saw a bunch of little red dots. And I was like, fuck, I need to do something about yeah, this ceiling. Yeah, that's so gross. I know, and Ugh. it's probably like two or three years old too. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, but like you man. can't really see it unless you really look for it. Like, mo- like you, It's not like it's super like noticeable, but I need to repaint my ceiling super bad. Like, yeah, probably. Probably um, a good idea. Yeah. But, I mean, that whole trip with that girl was a nightmare because I had uh, cocaine and black tar in my trunk of my car parked at LAX, the airport. So when we flew back, mm. we immediately did, like, speedballs in my car when we flew back to California. So mm. it was just all bad. That, that relationship was doomed from the get-go. I remember I told you how... Like I was working at the college that one day and some random dude, dude messaged me on Facebook and he's like, Hey, I, I don't know if you know this, but your girlfriend is, uh, oh my live God. streaming. <laughs> She's live streaming what? on Facebook right now, like shooting up on camera and rubbing her, you know, touching her private parts, yeah. uh, in front That's of like 50 like, dudes to watch. And she, they sent even sent me screenshots and I was like, wow. Like and, she's obviously very like mentally unwell and a sick person. And I always well, like, don't like, like I, I don't like calling other women crazy. Cause I fucking hate when guys <laughs> call women crazy. Yeah. But this no, bitch is it. fucking crazy dude. Like, well, she definitely, I definitely sized her up for having borderline personality disorder and possibly even, uh, yeah, that's what old mate in my next room has. Yeah. But, um, um, and she she'd also insane. hear voice. She said she would hear voices and see things that weren't there. Like she she had issues that she need never really yeah. dealt with. But. Well, like I came home last night, right, and this chick's like all suicidal and shit, and I had to like stay up and uh, and then of course, of course, she wants a cigarette, and I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to say no to someone who's suicidal. You know, it, it, I so mean, I be really it would quiet. Be hard. It would, I would feel bad if I said no because yeah. Who knows? And then I got home earlier today, and she like she went to bed like laughing and all happy, and I was like, oh, "Well, you're fine now. You've, whatever." Anyway, I'm sure she's got her own <laughs> shit going on. She's had a very obviously a very messed up life, from what I've heard. Yeah, but if you but, have um, a savings, 
if you have some money saved up, buy your own cigarettes. Like I, we yeah, all fucked up. She's just up. like when I when she like told me that I was like, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Like, are <laughs> yes. you fucking kidding me? Like, oh. I couldn't, and I just I just lost it. And then like today, like when then straight after that, we had a group session on boundaries. And, like, my facilitator oh. knew that I was really pissed off and she was, like, using the example. <laughs> so, because there's a rule in the house where we're not meant to ask each other for cigarettes. It's against the rules. Yeah. We're not allowed to trade as, we're not allowed to trade as much as a pen at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's, like, when I wasn't sleeping with that insomnia and everything, she's, like, do you want a Seroquel? And I just <laughs> went, oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. And then it was on my mind, like, all week. And she's, like... I can't know how much I can say, but she's like next door. So I should oh, no, stop. you're fine. Seroquels. Yeah. I only took Seroquels in jail, but they would fuck me up. Yeah, I've banged up Seroquel before. You can bang and them? And it's just, yeah. Oh, well, I did. Wow. <laughs> yeah, only once, but yeah. like, yeah. Um, um, they gave me the weirdest dreams. Weirdest fucking dreams. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, but I mean, they I were, can't it, remember if I had weird dreams or not. It was I remember the worst. it like, it made me, it was like I felt it. It wasn't yeah. amazing though, and like it didn't last long. But. Well, the ones here in jail are fucking strong, and uh, I like I I think I was just talking about this in the last recording, but like th- it sucks because you know when they do a head they do a head count in jail three times a day, but the first one is at like mm. four or five in the morning, so it's like you'll have this crazy. Are you in jail. When I was in jail, yeah, yeah, they wake you up. When like, were you in jail? I've been in jail a bunch of times. <laughs> oh my god, you're a jailbird. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I've been. T- I I need to tell more jail stories. I'm gonna upload. Yeah, more, I didn't but... know you actually went to jail. I just thought you like lived at DUI class. Oh. Well, this is my Which first I think, DUI. I still think I'm it's so with. funny. There's such thing as DUI class, by the way. And everyone in DUI <laughs> class are all these like college kids for alcohol, and then here it sounds I am, like, and I'm like, it sounds like our drug diversion. I think that's basically what it is. It's either alcoholics like, or like IV heroin users. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, the first count of the day would suck because it's so early. And so you're having this crazy dream, and then you wake up and snap out of it, and then you're like, oh, I'm in jail. Well, this sucks. It was just the yeah. worst, but. I don't know. I, I, but I, I know you have to go soon, but I want to ask you one yeah. thing. I want to ask you one thing yeah. before you go. Uh, because yeah, I'm just going to my second meeting of the day because I'm really hardcore into my program. If you no, that's tell. good. Good for <laughs> yeah. you. No, it is but, good. Um, yeah. so I'm getting ta- a lift to this one, so it's all right. I'm, I yeah, gotta ask you. Ask? Um, okay, so my, I've been telling you about this on the run episode I've been trying to edit that's like three hours long. And my co like, you never met my co host because oh, yeah, he's in yeah, rehab, yeah. but he he shoots up. Yeah, there's like a 10 minute segment, and I'm on the phone with him. He, interviewing he's shooting him. up on the phone, yeah, and he's like on the run. Yeah, he's on the is run. Is that it? Yeah, this is like a year yeah. old podcast. Like, oh, I, you recorded this like a year ago. Yeah, like, well, when I was in drug court, I recorded a shit ton of episodes and I never uploaded them because my counselor, I didn't want him to bust me for like. You know, because it's you don't want to incriminate yourself. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. So, um, and so is this the one whose like girlfriend that you um, talked to about uh, it? No, no, that's a different. About what one. actually happened? Uh, no, the dude, the ex girlfriend was the dude who uh, was like in that shootout or supposedly in that shootout. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, right. But yeah. this one is a the this is that was a recent recording I just did, but this one is like a year lo- old. It's about around this time last year, and he it's some like part like you know in the middle of the podcast he's like oh I need to cook up a shot, and I'm like mm. I'm triggered, but I'm like awkwardly laughing, and it's just like I'm like narrating mm. his process over the phone. 
and I was like, dude, this is just too much. I think I'm mm, thinking mm. I'm gonna have to cut it out. But what do you think? Because some people are saying leave it in, fuck it. This okay, is well, yeah. Do you know what? Like, I personally would say leave it in because if people are triggered by that, you can't fucking do anything about it. There's going to be triggers in. I hate the word trigger, by the way. So do I. But there's going to be triggers in like every aspect of people's lives and if they exactly. haven't got a toolbox of, or a program to deal with them that's their fucking problem and not yours like i put up like one of those did you listen to the other tracks that i sent you not yet i'm gonna do it tonight though there's this there's that one this is one that i posted right and it's um i put it on my instagram and it's this chick that i know that used to use and she was like addicted to subbies after she stopped using and she used to yeah. buy my suboxone off me okay she messages me and goes oh babe that's a bit triggering and i said in reply, <laughs> but i was like are you fucking kidding me? Are you trigger like, checking the chorus me right now? Is, the chorus is like, put you under my tongue, basically. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, um, I'm sorry that you're triggered by this, but like, th- that's not my problem. Like, you're going to exactly. have to deal with shit. Like, how do you even walk through like, you know, Richmond, or she's in Melbourne, like, you know, or St. Kilda, like with like, are getting triggered like you have to deal with that in your own fucking terms exactly like, that's a personal how much drug related music and art and pop culture is there like exactly do you blame do you blame fucking nick cave every time you listen to a <laughs> nick cave song for your relapse like what the fuck like I know, right so like, i would put it in and just be like it just if i think as long as you warn people i did and say I content warning, warning yeah that's all you need to do like content yeah. warning and then if they listen that's their own fucking fault you know i did i, I did a, like a segue intro and i'm like all right look this is gonna be super fucking triggering so just turn it off if you guys aren't in triggers because Pete, like me when i get triggered i don't blame whatever thing triggered me it's, i blame myself and then i'm like all right i need exactly. to, de- how I need you to deal with, with it. this because you know? you're just the, if you use that as if you use anything except like your actual awareness of like how you're feeling as a reason to use you're just making excuses yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there like I I don't know like ever since I crawled out of my little heroin cave like the social justice warrior scene here was like popping off and I mean yeah oh, the, the yeah, whole yeah, election yeah. caused a bunch of shit but it's like yeah. you know people getting offended and then being like saying oh well you need to like reword your lifestyle for my safe space bubble like fuck that dude like you know if you don't like it yeah. you can go pay like turn your head in the other direction like but I'm yeah, not exactly. I'm not like intentional as long like, as you're not being malicious or like yeah, hurting exactly. anyone then like get fucked as an expression of yourself I'm not and like yeah, my intention is like not trying to like intentionally trigger people or troll people and be like Haha, of course I'm, it's not you know like I'm trying to like and that's blatantly obvious like that's why I'm like you you know, so? I don't think you have to watch yeah of course okay good totally because, because when we started this podcast like I even talked to my co-host about it and I'm like do, should I do you want me to upload this and he's like fuck yeah dude so um mm. he's fine with it it's just um like, I guess my whole, like, I've been trying to be very critical and, like, keep an eye out for, like, the content I put out, I guess, because I'm not trying to, like, I mean, fuck, dude, like, how, you're going to have to get graphic when you talk about IV heroin use, like, what the fuck, yeah. you know? But, um, yeah. I, I don't know, like, it, I but was you just know so what? torn that's about what, it. Like, that's what half the people who listen to want to hear, in that's reality. True. That's true. They'll all fucking deny it, but they, that's what they're all there for. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what's funny is like I feel like the Dopey Nation totally segregated into two different like factions. Oh, yeah, man. Like the super hardcore NAAA like recovery-based 
group and then there's mm. like the people struggling and then there's just like the people that are like I'm gonna use and I don't give a fuck you know like yeah um but and then me who has like mental breakdowns and overdoses <laughs> and posts on dopey and then everyone's uh, like whoa <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I can't even <sighs> believe I'm alive like my last Narcan experience was fucked dude yeah like, <laughs> yeah that sounds hectic how's Dave being like Gabby's getting clean. If Gabby can do it, you, anyone can do it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right. Right. Uh, no, like, I, yeah, like, it was such a trip, like, my last get, getting strung out. It, like, I feel like every time I relapsed and got strung out again, it got worse and worse and worse and, and darker and darker and darker. Still, it got to the point where I'm like, like, obviously, worse and worse shit's just going to happen by me yeah. continuing to use. So it's like, I think I need to tap out while fucking getting is, you know, getting good, like, or the going's getting good or how the fuck that expression is. But like, yeah, I, I, like I, now I, that I'm actually off everything for the first time in like so many years, I like, a, I didn't think it'd be this good. I was fucking dreading it. Yeah. Um, because I'm actually working the program and I don't, mean to be like an na basher i totally get like it's not for everyone and whatever and for whatever sure. you need to do to stay clean do it yeah um but i know that it works for me and um like i fuck i lost my train of thought i'm so tired oh, what was i saying you were talking about um you getting i was about to clean. get all preachy wasn't i no, yeah you, no. um it's just like fucking do what you've got to do. I can't remember what I was going to say, but that's just the message. Well, I think basically, everyone. I mean, everyone has their own route to like that path of recovery, but it kind of leads mm. in the same direction. You know, like I, I'm oh, not one what to I judge meant, anybody. Yeah, but what, what I was trying to say is like you've you've got to be you just got to be fucking ready to do it. You know, yeah. like I've gone to NA so many times before. I've tried everything, and like you have to be really fucking ready to do it like and i i've said oh this is my rock bottom like six million times i've had like so many fucking rock bottoms and the the hole just gets like lower and fucking lower and like i'd always have so many six feet deeper yeah yeah and i have like so many excuses for like why i can't take myself to treatment like i can't leave my job i can't leave my house i can't leave my boyfriend i can't leave my dog but when you fucking like lose your job and then you can't pay your rent and you can't have have a boyfriend because you don't want to share your drugs with them basically (laughs) like you know or have any meaningful relationships with fucking anyone because like you're just using every fucking day like you can't do anything else you know i was just so done like and, like, I'm just turned 30, and it's, like, it's not cute anymore. No, your 30s like, you is know, the perfect time to get just, clean, honestly. You know, Like, I literally just turned 30, and I have the biggest complex about it. But I'm, like, if I can get clean now and, like, actually stay clean, that'd be pretty sick. I'm going to be 35 <laughs> this Wednesday. I can't believe you're 35. You're, like, a baby. I know. I have such a baby face. And when I shave my facial hair off, Everyone it's even Everyone says I look like I'm 25. You so look, maybe, you, like, you heroin look, just... It's a preservative. How old do you think I was? I thought 23 to 25 when oh, I first saw like, pictures of you. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I try to push I think to that get heroin knocks five years off us. So Yeah. yeah. Like I was saying, those yeah. opium dens, those 80-year-old dudes in opium dens, they pass for 50 mm. and shit. Like heroin is good for the skin or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's great. Yeah. Like I told you how in like detox, like we played that game and everyone had to go around and guess how old I was. And I did not get above 25. And I was like, it's one way to feel good in detox for heroin withdrawal is to me have too. people tell you that you look younger. Um, yeah. Anytime someone asks yeah. me how old I am, I'm well, how old do I look? 
And then I'm yeah. always like, and all right, I want to hear all 25. It's all the ice addicts. It's all the ice addicts. They just look ravaged, man. That's, and then, what, yeah. then like, then they turned the tables and they're like, how, how old do you think I am? And I felt so bad. I had to like really <laughs> undershoot the mark. Like yeah. there was this guy that I swear to God, I thought was like 60. And I was like, um, 45 and he's like i'm 42 but close and i was like fuck man i just was trying to be nice by knocking like 20 years off you and then oh my god <laughs> it was like, still overshot it like you were 12 years older than me like what the fuck well yeah. ice is one of yeah. the only drugs that's not derived or synthesized from a natural plant like even acid mm. or lsd is derived from like that ergot fungus so that grows off a of rye yeah or wheat. but yeah. it's like Dude, meth is the one thing that's like, oh, part battery acid, part like, you know, phosphate, mm. like it's all chemicals. So like, mm. even when I, like when I would shoot up, if I registered a uh, heroin and I would push in the plunger, it wouldn't burn. But even if I registered a vein and there was like a tiny bit of meth in it, it would still burn. Like when I pushed mm. it in, it was just, it just feels mm. like, oh, so Well, bad. I've only banged up, um, I've smoked, I probably had ice like, maybe like five or six times my whole life. I'm just so not an upper person. Like I hate uppers. Like I'm, I'm just a downer girl. Like I'm yeah. booze, pills and gear. Like that's, nice. that's me. I'm not in, but in saying that I've literally like after doing my step one, with my sponsor, like in writing everything out, like realizing I've literally never said no to a drug, even if I've had like the worst experience with it, I'll still just take it if it's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Me too. Um, I just won't go seeking it out. Like heroin is what I'll go seek out. Me but too. like if it's around and someone's giving it to me, I'm going to fucking do it. Oh, and, yeah. um, I've shot I've a Molly before, shot... you know. Was, really? I've, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking intense. Like, imagine peaking yeah. like in Molly. Molly seconds. is like you mean like MDMA, right? Yeah, shot it up just straight. Yeah. MDMA. Because we don't really call it Molly here. We just call it MD. That's the be- that sounds better than Molly. It's yeah. Just a silly word. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't even um, bang it until yeah, I met my girl ex girlfriend. And you think what's in it, and you're banging it up like fuck. Oh god. Um, it's but so I've bad. only shot ice like twice, and I've had like I literally like nearly OD'd like on it, and it was so, it was the most painful, horrific experience of my life. At least when you like OD on heroin, you just fall asleep and wake up being like, why is everyone so horrified? <laughs> you know, like I was yeah. just having a nap. And they're like, you Ugh. were blue, you were dead. And I'm like, I'm fine. I felt like, like the best nap of my life. Don't give me any naloxone. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to ruin this. And then it's like, you just died. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Oh, my but God. But like, yeah. like, an, like an ice OD, you were fucking present for it. And you're like having a heart. I was like, this one heart time attack, I went to this right? guy. induced heart attack. Actual heart attack. Like, yep. have you OD'd on it before? I've well, does a heart attack count as an OD? Because I felt like I was getting stabbed in the heart, yeah, like, directly. And were you like drenched in sweat and vomiting? And I was sweaty. Like, your I, heart. I just like I I was clutching my heart like every few mm, minutes, mm. every like five ten minutes, I'd get this stabbing pain in my chest and right in my heart, and I was like, this is not good. <laughs> you were probably like super close to it, but I was I had like a I I know now that I had an actual OD on it, and I was at this Ugh. fucking guy's house. I didn't even really know very well, and. I knew that he used ice and knew they used heroin and we both like kind of danced around the fact that we were going to like shoot it yeah. and um, he like fixed, like fixed me up a shot and I was like, honest to God, give me the tiniest little bit because I've got like absolutely no tolerance. It's like the last minute this like, yeah. a year ago and I smoked it and he's like, but you use heroin every day. I'm like, it's a completely different, different drug. What is yeah. wrong with you? It's like, not the same shit. And I'm like, I'm like, give me the tiniest little bit and I even like squirted out 
half of what he even gave me. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm always erred on like the safer side. Like I'd rather have two pokes than like one poke in the ground. You know me what too. I mean? Like me too. You can I'm never. Just, you can always yeah. do more. You can never do less. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And especially with something like that. And as soon as I shot it, like my heart, like I've never. It was the most fucked up and painful thing in the world. Like actual heart attack. I was dripping. Like like I stepped out of the shower. It's probably in hot sweat. as fuck there too. Yeah, I was vomiting like. And it, like I hadn't eaten that day, so there was nothing in me. But all oh. this shit was coming out that was like my actual it's inside. Like stomach like bile. I, <laughs> no, like it was like gray shit. Like I don't oh. know what the fuck it was. I'd never seen anything like it before. And I just was like, call Horrible. a fucking ambulance. And this dude has like kids that weren't there but were, are there on the weekend. He's like, I'm not going to call an ambulance because what if the neighbors say something to my ex and then nah, nah. oh and I was like, they're going to say something fucking worse if an ambulance come to get me when I'm fucking dead. dead. Call yeah. a fucking ambulance. And he fuck? still wouldn't. He just shoved oh me in the shower and oh talked me God. down. He's like, I'm not calling ambulance. And I was like, oh my God, I fucking, if I don't die, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> um, like, and then I finally, like, I, I, I planned on, I hated this guy. So when I planned on staying there for like five minutes to get drunk, I had to stay for two days because yeah. that's how not right I was. Like I, once Fuck. the initial kind of, once the initial everything kind of slowed down, then I had a really irregular heartbeat. Like I, it had beat like, it was once like a heart or twice. Murmur then, or something. Yeah. And Ugh, then every time I so set bad. up, I get massive head spins. My eyesight Ugh. went blurry. I thought I was going to go blind because my eyesight kept going in and out over like 48 hours. And I did not feel right. Like I should have gone in the fucking hospital and I didn't, but like Ugh. it was, and, and, I, and I've shot it since then. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just, I've only yeah. done it one more time since then, but like, that's enough for me to go. Yeah. I'm and like, no, no pleasure at all. Like no high, no pleasure, nothing. Just like intense fuck symptoms of an Do overdose. Do you think it was part cotton fever or was it just the ice? No, no, it wasn't because I've had cotton fever before. That oh, was okay. not cotton fever. That was okay. the ice for sure. Because cotton fever, you just have you had cotton fever before? Thank God I haven't, but I've seen people have it and it doesn't look oh, good at all. Oh, it's the worst, man. It's just, I've only ever had it once. And me like and my partner both got it. And throwing up and stuff. It was the worst migraine of my life. Like, Ugh. I thought my head was going to explode. I. And then I like your body and your teeth literally shake and your teeth oh, chatter and you're fuck? physically not moving. And I was getting really, cause it came on for my ex first and yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Why are you so cold? Like we're in Melbourne. It was cold, but I was like, you're being ridiculous. Like you're just being a dick. He's like, no, <laughs> I'm really fucking sick. And then it came on for me and I was like, Oh my fucking God. Cause I think that we didn't like, we always use clean everything. Like I was paranoid about that, but we'd yeah. wash the spoon. I think there's a bit of detergent in the spoon or something. Oh. Um, oh, fuck. My NA guy's just come to pick me up. He's just texted me. Oh, it's all um, good. So I have to go. Um, well, you can always come back. Like this was a really good recording. You yeah. Have, how long has it been? What's the time? How long have we been doing this for? I don't know. GarageBand is doing this in bars and beats per like measure. Cause it's like, I haven't. Well, what time it. did you call me? Like two. Uh, it's been at least an hour and a bit, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is plenty. Okay. It doesn't even say. All right. We're probably sick of my voice Hour and 20 then. minutes. Hour and 20 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't want to be too self-indulgent. Um, <sighs> I try. I try not to be as hard. <laughs> I'm selfish. But um, it was really um, good talking to you. But if you have, like, yeah. come back on anytime. And I wanted to also say you're doing great. Like, you got this. Oh, and, um, thanks. you know, if you're ever having a craving well, so or are something. You. Well, I try. I try. I mean, yeah, I, I think try. the drug, I think the fear of going to jail 
is like a good deterrent from using right now. <laughs> so Yeah, totally. Well, I just to... can't get kicked out of this place because I have nowhere to fucking go except my mom's house. And fuck me if I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear that. Well, yeah, hit me up when you get back from reading. And if you ever have a craving, just reach out to me. Like, I'm... Um, all right, you guys, that was, uh, that was Gabby. Um, she's amazing. Uh, and if you're listening, Gabby, I want to thank you for, for everything, you know, um, we've been, you know, chatting it up on online and, and calling each other. And, um, she's really helped me a lot, you know, with everything that's been happening in my life, you know, and, um, and, uh, yeah, if you're listening, Gabby, I just want to thank you. Um, for everything, you know, you, you definitely, uh, put things in, in perspective that I may not have, um, you know, initially thought about in, um, in a different light, you know, um, and you, you definitely point things out and you've given me such good advice and, um, wow. Yeah. I just want to thank, thank you so much. Um, and everyone out there who's been like reaching out to me and talking to me, uh, you guys have been such a great help. Um, you know, and some of, some of things that have been going on in my life as of late, I, I can't really necessarily talk about on the podcast. Um, but, um, yeah, like it's been such, I don't know, a blessing, I guess. I don't, I don't like using that word cause I'm not the most religious person out there, but it's been really, really great. Um, and really positive, like for me to have, you know, people who care and, and take time out of their day to, to just, you know, talk to me and help me through, you know, not just all the issues and, you know, whatever I'm going through, but also to help me with my recovery. Um, it's been great. My, I have a sponsor now, uh, and he's fucking awesome. Um, I couldn't ask for a better sponsor. Uh, so, you know, uh, I'm back at it. Like I know this, it's been a while since I uploaded, so, and it, ugh, I sh- should have had an episode up sooner, but I guess sometimes I just have to kind of put my recovery first and, and do what's, what's like important for me, which is, you know, recovery's like got to be my number one. Uh, so sometimes I just have to do that above everything else. Cause I don't want to go back out. Um, so anyway, guys, I hope you liked the episode. We were going to have a, uh, one of Gabby's songs uh, as an outro, so I'm gonna play that right now. I think it's fucking amazing. I think this. I think like she's such a fucking talented um, musician and composer. She she writes better music than I could ever you know dream of putting out. So with that, I'm gonna you know let you guys hear that. Uh, I have a shit ton of recordings in the in the back burner in the vaults, and I got. Uh, one I'm going to record today with someone you all probably all know. Uh, I'm not going to say who it is. You're going to have to tune in and find that out for yourself. But with that, I'm out of here. I have to try and fix my fucking iPhone. It broke the other day. It's like it can receive calls, but uh, it's um, it's the home button on my phone doesn't work. So that makes things a little problematic, you know. So I'm going to go try and get that fixed. And... Uh, I got to get some other things of mine fixed. Uh, if you've been talking to me in um, the DMs, you'd know why. But anyway, I'm out here, you guys. I got other I got other things to do. I got more recordings for you. But with that, it's I'm out. Um, 
you know, I'm Unk signing off. Uh, and tune in next time. I'm out of here, guys. Stay safe, uh, stay strong, and peace, love, and all the above.